Hello and welcome to Stump Death and Taxes. This is Meep, aka Mary Pat Campbell, and today I want to talk about pension obligation bonds. I recently wrote a post about a special election about pension obligation bonds in Providence, Rhode Island. The the special election was just for show. Almost nobody showed up. And of the almost nobody who showed up, yes, like 80% voted for it, but I'm sure it was a get out of the vote effort by public employees and retirees who want to make sure their very, very underfunded pension benefits get paid to them. Um, there has, yes, there have been state court rulings that, you know, their pensions have to get paid. And, but since various bankruptcy rulings in Detroit that uh, Detroit retirees have seen their pension benefits, the people already retired have seen their pension benefits get cut while they're retired because of federal bankruptcy, municipal bankruptcy of Detroit. I'm sure the public retirees and current employees of Providence, Rhode Island are looking at this, especially since Detroit pensions were supposedly pretty well funded when Detroit declared bankruptcy. And I'm not even going to return to that in this podcast. Um, and the Providence pension fund is very very underfunded, that yeah, they're going to support a pension obligation bond. So first, let me explain what a pension obligation bond is, uh, as opposed to general obligation bonds. And then there's also special obligation bonds and yada, yada. So municipal bonds in general, where you have a state or local government will issue bonds and it can be backed by various things or it can be revenue bonds and et cetera, et cetera. So general obligation bonds are where the general taxing authority of whatever entity issuing the bonds are going to support paying back <laughs> these bonds and pension obligation bonds tend to be general obligation bonds. So whatever entity is issuing the bonds, it's going to be under their general obligations. So if they declare a municipal bankruptcy, okay, so that's under federal bankruptcy law. So states are unable to declare bankruptcy, but municipalities can. So, so counties can and cities can. And there are specifics. I mean, I am not a municipal uh, bankruptcy lawyer. I'm not a lawyer at all. Uh, I'm merely, you know, have some experience watching these things happen. Obviously, I was a very interested watcher in the Detroit bankruptcy. Um, and various states can control uh, counties and cities have limited sovereignty compared to states. And so in some states, uh, cities are, don't have the power to just go and declare bankruptcy. There are limitations. Uh, in general, you can't just go out just like individuals. You can't, and corporations, you can't just go out and declare bankruptcy. There are conditions that must be satisfied. But let's back up. So pension obligation bonds are 
in general, general obligation bonds issued by an entity that has, that sponsors a pension. And they're going to issue these bonds, get a bunch of cash when they issue these bonds. So they'll sell the bonds into the public and various people, institutions, whoever will buy the bonds and give cash for the bonds. They'll take the cash and give it to the pension fund. And that's generally what happens. So the pension fund will have a big infusion of cash. That cash will be invested to support the pension benefits. So it would be like having a big lump sum contribution to the pension fund. So a big wad of cash dropped from the heavens, as it were, into the pension fund. And once cash goes into the pension fund, uh, again, talking about legal protections, etc., in general, you can't get it out except as pension benefits. So it will go to the participants, you know, who earn the pensions. Okay. And then the sponsoring entity is going to be paying back the pension obligation bond. Um, so there will be coupons. So they'll be paying interest on the bonds and it can be structured in various ways. Municipal bonds can be structured in various ways and how they pay those bonds back. Okay. So those are pension obligation bonds. So basically what usually the reason that a city or a, even a state will issue pension obligation bonds is because they've accrued a huge unfunded liability on their pensions. What that means is that there are pension benefits that employees and people already retired earned already that's in the past in the service they've already provided not future pension benefits it they've not been maybe they've already been paid but um you know paid to be paid in the past pension liabilities that they did not make enough contributions for essentially it's an unfunded liability and a lot of times it grows to be very large and this can be for a variety of reasons. Their investments may have underperformed. In many cases, it's because the sponsoring entity under-contributed. That's the case of, say, Illinois. But for many entities, so if you look to California, for example, with CalPERS, supposedly they're all making 100% contributions, and yet they're not 100% funded, even though you know, the investments for many years were doing very well. And we had a very long bull run market, you know, over a decade. You know, yes, we're running into trouble right now, but they used to be over 100% funded and now they're not. So, you know, things to think about, even though they're supposedly not under contributing and supposedly the investments are not underperforming. I want you to think about why the funded ratio isn't where it's supposedly supposed to be at 100%. Just think about that. Um, I will talk about it another time. But basically, you're taking out a loan to get a bunch of cash to invest in the stock market. That's a pension obligation bond. And you may be thinking, wait, that's generally not how they're sold. And yeah, that's right. That's why I... Yes, I, I do comedically exaggerate by saying pension obligation bonds are of the devil. Um, 
yeah, I'm not totally serious when I do that. Uh, yes, that's deadpan humor for me. What I mean by that is what happens when you do issue a pension obligation bond, especially if it's large enough, is you're adding leverage to the system, to the public financial system. You're adding more debt. The pension debt is what it is. The pensions will cost whatever they actually cost. The way they're usually sold is, oh, uh, when they're being extremely dishonest, uh, they will say, they will act like it's an arbitrage that, okay, we can borrow at 4%. This is in the before times. We can borrow, you know, say for 20 years or 30 years at 4% and we're going to earn, say, 7% or 8% on our investments in the pension fund. And so that difference, you know, we're making you profit. But you need to recall that the pension obligation bonds that are issued, these are not variable interest rate uh, bond funds. They're not in variable bonds. You know what the coupon is. You know what the interest rate is when they're issued. When they get bid on, you know the price. Those are, quote, guaranteed. Okay, there is no question about what they cost. The pension benefits, on the other hand, has a lot of uncertainty in them. The, the benefits and the assets underlying the benefits have a lot of uncertainty in them, especially as a lot of these asset portfolios have been shifting more and more into alternative asset classes. There's nothing necessarily wrong with pension funds being invested in alternative asset classes like private equity. Uh, that said, you need to have proper knowledge and proper oversight for these things. And in some cases, one questions whether that is occurring. And then one questions whether you're getting the return that is being expected. And then one questions whether it is appropriate when you are trying to support pension benefits that are supposedly guaranteed on the insurance industry side when you are supporting annuities, income annuities, uh, basically similar to a pension benefit payout, you can't, you know, you can't invest this way. It doesn't work in terms of regulatory. They will not, the regulators will not be happy if you had a portfolio like this um, and saying you were promising because uh, it would be too risky of an asset portfolio. We have to, as insurers, you have to hold risk-based capital. You have to hold reserves. And no, you don't get away with 80%, you know, 80% of the liability. Uh, you have to have 100% of the liability plus risk capital on top of that uh, for the regulators to be happy with you covering the promise because they know that insurers can go insolvent. Similarly, cities and states can go insolvent, okay? And some of these cities definitely are running into problems. There is a limit to how much revenue they can realistically bring in. So once they start having to do various financial shenanigans, and pension obligation bonds, by the way, are not necessarily something nefarious. Yes, I, I do exaggerate saying they're of the devil, but the problem is how the, the sponsors actually behave. They can be a reasonable tool to use to help smooth out and, and get into a pattern of good behavior. 
that said, it's just like using debt consolidation, taking out a loan to do debt consolidation as an individual. Um, it may or taking out a home equity loan to consolidate your debt might help you get into better financial behavior as an individual. However, if you do a cash out equity loan and then you go to the casino with it, you may not be, you know, you might start behaving worse. And that might be, in general, who are doing the pension obligation bonds? Obviously, the plans in the most distress, and some of them are doing riskier and riskier asset portfolios. They're doubling down. Um, and if you're doing it right now, and if you're shoving cash into your asset portfolio, and if you put it in an allocation that drops in value right after you issue it, you can have a loss on what you just did. And you just made the situation actually worse. So I don't like pension obligation bonds because how they have actually worked out in reality for places like Illinois and New Jersey, uh, which are in even worse situations than they were when they originally issued their prior pension obligation bonds. Um, in general, they have used pension obligation bonds as a way of getting out of making real contributions to their pension plans and then continuing on with their bad behavior and things get worse and worse. And everybody says, well, of course, the pension benefits are going to get paid because they have to. Okay. It's not a force of nature. It's not a law of nature that the pension benefits have to get paid. You have to plan ahead. This is something that takes decades to ramp up and to ramp down, and you can see the disaster coming ahead of time. When you see a funded ratio of 20%, Providence, Rhode Island, um, you can see the cash flow is coming, you can see the crash is coming. You know, doing a pension obligation bond is not necessarily making the situation any better. Um, it patches it over for a few years. It just extends you know, it extends the problem for a few more years. And that's from a politician's point of view, it fixes the problem. It fixes the problem till they're out of office. So what you need to do, <laughs> so I'm going to be a little snarky here. What you guys need to do is stop. You got to stop electing old politicians into office because the old politicians look and say, well, I'm going to be dead within a decade anyway. So I just need to push this problem off until a decade later. Uh, so you have to first get some politicians who know some finance so that they at least know how the numbers are going to go and then have them understand they can't just do a solution that's going to push it out 10 years because if they're still around in 10 years, it's still a problem for them. So get younger politicians in who understand finance. So then they can't just do keep doing these temporary solutions or I should say solutions that will make it worse when you come back in 10 years time. Um, so if it's one of those, well, it's not going to be my problem in 10 years. Yeah, you, you can't have that anymore. It's going to be a bad problem. And so, yeah, I'm still going to be around. Well, I hope I'll still be around in 10 years myself, but I'm not a politician. I don't need to get elected. So that's why I can say these things. Anyway, 
Hope you enjoy that spin stump death and taxes for today. Stay away from pension obligation bonds. They're bad. Um, and I, I probably will have more to say about this. I'm hoping that there's not going to be a lot of pension obligation bond activity, but there may be a scramble as interest rates rise. So talk to you all next week. Bye-bye.